I am so excited to welcome our freshman class to Cedarville University. If, you, if you're a freshman, stand up. Let them stand up first, then let's give them a big shout. You guys can have a seat. Awesome. I am also thrilled for the first time since like March to be able to welcome some of the rest of you. If you're a sophomore returning back to Cedarville, would you stand up and let us welcome you back home? All right, you guys can have a seat. What about those juniors? Juniors, would you stand up and let us welcome you back to Cedarville? We've got one really excited junior out here. I like the energy. All right. Welcome home. Well, it's good to see all of you. I'm so glad that you're back. Uh, what, am I missing somebody? Grad students. Grad students. No, it's not. No, it's the senior. Senior, stand up. Let us welcome you to your... Senior year here at Cedarville University. All right. That's awesome. Hey, we probably have a few super seniors or some grad students in the mix. So stand up if you're a super senior grad student. Let's welcome you back as well. Welcome home. So good to have all of you here. Yeah, I should have advanced the slide. It says welcome home. It's not up there. It doesn't matter anyway. All right. So let me... I'm going to roll through a few things right quick, quickly, whatever the right word is there. We have some goals for the year. I want you to know what our goals are. So I have three goals for the year. Number one, pursue Christ and seek to serve others in humility. This is my personal goal. This is what I want to do. This fits perfectly with Philippians 2, 3 through 5. And so that tells us that in humility, we consider others more significant than ourselves. That's going to help us with COVID and with a whole lot of other things that we talk about that we look out not only for our own interests, but for the interest of others. And we have this mind. Why do we have this mind? Because it's yours in Christ Jesus. And then that chapter goes on with the supreme example of humility and seeking to serve others. So that's what I want us to have our mindset on this year is in humility. We don't know everything. We're going to seek to serve other people. We're going to strengthen victim care, prevention, awareness, and advocacy across campus. And then we're going to navigate COVID-19 successfully, caring well, staying well. Let's talk a little more about those. I think I've already quoted this to you, so I don't know that we need to do anything further with this first goal. Other than I want to tell you all that the Lord, in digging through Philippians and all that has gone on this summer, the Lord's really worked on my life. I don't think I've ever been closer to the Lord than I am right now. And I think you're going to hear that come out as we walk through Philippians, as we talk about those things, looking to Jesus, focusing on Jesus. I'll save some of that for later. All across campus, we're going to strengthen victim care. We're going to make sure that we care well for victims. Part of that means when we talk to somebody that something has happened to, we want to make sure that we engage with them. We put our phones down. We engage. We listen well. We make sure that we, we know it's not their fault that something has happened, and then we get them to the right spot. Title IX has some new regulations and things of that nature. You're going to want to know about those. We'll talk to you about those. You'll have some training about those later. We want to make sure we refer to counseling, to experts, to people that can handle this. Part of this caring well across campus also includes emphasizing gender and racial equality across campus. We want to live out our theology. So as we seek to live out our theology, one of the things that means 
is that tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, instead of meeting out here, we're going to gather around the lake and we're going to have a prayer time for racial unity across our campus and across the country. We have a committee that has agreed to serve, and I'm not going to list all their names at this point in time, but we have a committee that's the Kingdom Diversity Committee that they've been tasked with putting together this prayer time. And part of what we're going to do is make sure that we pray and then we seek to have difficult conversations if we need to, to have learning conversations so that we're more aware of what's taking place because we need to live out our theology. And our theology clearly tells us that everybody is created in the image of God. We should respect everybody. The ground at the foot of the cross is even. All of us are sinners in need of a Savior by grace. And all of those who are saved are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are part of the family of God. And right now, our culture and our country is in a mess. It's in an uproar. And the gospel has the answers. The biggest issue that's going on in our country right now is a sin issue. It's the sin of me and the sin of selfishness and the sin of considering myself more important than others. The reverse of Philippians 2. So we have the gospel. So as people with the gospel, we need to pray for and speak into these issues. These issues are divisive. And we do not need to allow the devil on this campus to use those issues to divide us, to separate us. We need to unify around the gospel and around grace and around the love of Christ and set the example for how difficult issues can be dealt with well. We want to start that tomorrow. We'll start that with a prayer time around the lake. We want to make sure we live out our theology. I mentioned that we have some new Title IX regulations. So the government came out with these in May in the middle of a global pandemic and in the middle of everybody going home for summer, they graciously gave us till August the 14th to implement brand new regulations. And so we did it. We got it done. A great team worked really hard on it. There's a lot of new things. You're going to hear about this. You'll hear about it later. You'll hear about it in training. But we have a new yearly assessment that will go into place. We have a new full-time Title IX coordinator that we will introduce to you as well. We have new decision-maker position, new investigative pool, new advisors. And then this number six is a new victim advocates. In this particular case, this is not a regulation, but something I learned from the training I went through is that we need to have somebody that just comes alongside and loves and prays for and disciples and cares for anyone who's gone through a difficult situation. So we're adding this position outside of the regulations to make sure we care well for others. We'll have some new external consultants. We'll have a new appeals process. We've got a new budget allocation that we're putting to this to make sure we do it well. And let me tell you, I'm thankful for those who have served in this ministry previously, and they've done so with excellence, and they've done so well. But these new regulations give us an opportunity to take a step forward in how we're handling some of these things. So this is what you're going to see on campus. Now, number three, successfully navigating COVID-19. Caring well, staying well, serving well. So we want to make sure that caring well, we care well, well for others. You might be surprised at who's taking this more seriously than some other people. Some of you out here, this is no big deal. You want to get rid of the mask. You want to just live life normally. To some of you, this is a really big deal, and you're frustrated that others are invading your six foot of space, and they're not wearing their mask appropriately, and it's creating tension between even some of you. So let's care well for others, because we don't know who may have an underlying health condition. You don't know what faculty or staff may have somebody at home with an underlying health condition. So part of this is that Philippians 2 mindset, looking out not only for your own interest, but for the interest of others. Having the mind that was in Christ Jesus, let's make sure we care well. Let's make sure we stay well. Personal responsibility. 
If you have even mild symptoms, you report them to UMS. You make sure you keep your distance. Wait a second, there's something. I just don't feel quite right today. Don't get within six feet of me. My mask stays on. I'm going to protect myself and protect others. I'll talk about why that's so important on a future slide. And then here's what I think we can do. Together with all of us locking arms, metaphorically, because we got to be six feet apart and you can't do that if you're within six feet. We can make this all the way through November on campus, having fun, giving glory to God, having academic excellence. Together, we can do this. But it's going to take all of us. So join us, even right now. We're, we're a little more strict than what we maybe have to be, but that's so that we can lighten up if things go well throughout the semester. So right now, this, these next two weeks, everybody coming in from different places, next two weeks are really important. So when you start off, really important that keep that distance, keep the mask, wash your hands, all of the things that you're supposed to do. Let's serve well together and serve one another, and we're going to do this. So here's some slides just to remind you of the things that you need to do. Wear your mask. And by the way, if, when you're wearing that mask, don't wear the same mask every day all semester. Wash the mask or get throwaway mask. or uh, Maybe you'll smell the stink if you wear it every day. It's not good or healthy, all right? So good mask hygiene as well. It's not on the slide, but you should know this. Conduct a personal wellness check. If you wake up in the morning and you feel like something's not right, you feel sick, you feel like something may be happening, don't go to class. We have talked to the faculty members. Your faculty members don't want to get this either. Your faculty members will work with you. They understand that this is a different semester. We want to give grace at every level. And even if you have mild symptoms, something's starting. You pick up the phone and call UMS. You, you alert them. You, you talk to them. We need to catch early rather than later because of what happens with quarantine, because of what we're required to do in quarantine. I'm going to hit on that more later, so I won't stop there now. Practice physical distancing. This is your best friend. I see some of you sitting about three inches away from somebody else. Six feet is your best friend because of what happens if somebody is sick and those who have to go to quarantine because of somebody being sick. And so practice physical distancing. I know it's hard. I don't like it. I see many of you out there. I just want to run up and give you a hug. I want to be right there beside you because we were built for community. And one of the things this should make us even more thankful for is normal community. But right now, these next two weeks through this semester, physical distancing is really important. I know we don't like it, but I'm going to hit on it again in just a minute. Wash your hands frequently. I don't think we should have to have a slide that says wash your hands frequently because if you don't, just ooh. I mean, that's just... But... Wash your hands frequently. Do it more frequently now. If you've never had that habit, now's a great time to start that habit. It's a good physical discipline. So wash your hands frequently. Sanitize your space. Keep your space clean. You know how to do this. And travel advisory. So now here, this is awkward for me. This is a little bit odd. Because I have always pushed back on anybody that said anything about the Cedarville bubble. Because I don't think we have the bubble. I think it's Harvard that has the bubble. They never encounter a biblical worldview articulately presented. But on this campus, we encounter a secular worldview anytime we leave, anytime we turn on the internet, anytime we turn on the TV. You don't turn on the internet, you know what I mean. All of those type things, we encounter it. But for this semester, I want us to embrace the bubble. So we make it through the next two weeks. We've all been here in the bubble. Everything's going steady and stable. Then the biggest risk is going out 
catching something and bringing it back to the bubble. And so here's what I'm telling you this semester. Embrace the bubble. Stay away from the hot spots that are out there. Stay away from those risky areas and don't bring something back to campus. Avoid those states that have hot spots with travel advisories. Make sure that you're staying here. So this semester, maybe next semester, we will embrace the bubble and then we're back to greenhouse because we are a greenhouse. At greenhouse allows your roots to dig deep in Christ so that you flourish everywhere you go. All right, now here's what I want to make sure you know. I, I, I'm not, I don't want legalism on our campus. I'm not trying to be legalistic with this. I'm trying to help you out with this. So here's the deal. Here's how this works by the state of Ohio, by the Greene County Public Health, by the way we have to operate. So if we have one student who is tested positive for COVID-19, anybody that's in close contact with that student, close contact within six feet for 15 minutes or more, so you can set your timer for 14 minutes. I can hang out with you for 14 minutes, then I'm done. See you later, dude. Uh, you can distance more than six feet. Reach out your arms. If you can touch their arms while they're reached out, then you're within six feet. If you can't touch anybody else's arms reached out, you're six feet away and you're good to go. So if you have a friend that catches it and then you're within that distance, what we have to do is quarantine for 14 days. That's no fun. I don't want anybody to be in quarantine. I would love it if we had zero quarantines because that's not what we want to have happen. So what's your best friend during this time? Don't be within six feet for 15 minutes or more because as you limit your exposure in that, then you're not going to have to quarantine. You get a call. Hey, did you hang out with so-and-so? Yeah, I hang out with so-and-so. Have you been within six feet for 15 minutes or more? Nope. 14 minutes and 30 seconds, not 15 minutes, six feet apart. Do you get what I'm saying to you? So this is good advice that I'm going to try to follow as well, that I want you to follow. Physical distancing and outside are your best friends for the next few weeks and for the remainder of the semester, more likely. But at least for the next few weeks, please make sure you resist that temptation to hug and sit three inches apart from your friend and separate out. So Bible conference tonight, we can fit 3,400 students within the fenced area. Now, the fence is down, but the poles are still up. 3,400, six feet apart in this place right here. You start counting the sides, you can fit more in. You start moving over to the other banks or in the parking lots or even all the way back through there. We could easily fit six feet apart, 5,000 people out here in this area spread out thoroughly. So help me out and spread out. If, if it's not loud enough, if you're at the back and we need to crank the speakers up even higher, we can do that. We can make sure that you can hear. But physical distancing is our friend. All right, will you try? Will you give me a hands up that says, I'll try to physical distance. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Don't lie. Just try. All right, you're hesitant. I get it. I don't like it. But come on. We got together. Philippians 2, we can do this. So let's make sure we do this and do this well. Here's a new thing I want to make sure you know about, crowd checker. So here's my fear with physical distancing. Um, Chick-fil-A is going to have all of us at it every single day. And so this website will allow you to check and see what's red or what's green or any level in between and whether it's increasing or decreasing. And so use this website so you can check where to go eat. Don't forget about our grab-and-go stations. We have one in the Athletic Center right back here in Callan this year as well, so you can grab it and go and practice physical distancing. BTS grab-and-go, you can take meals out of Chuck's as well, so make sure you take advantage of all of those various opportunities. All right, I don't have long. I'm not going to do much with this, but this is our sermon series for the year. No Jesus, no joy. It's got two meanings. We're going to walk through the book of Philippians, 
as we walk through this book, here are a few things I want to tell you just to help get you started. First two verses. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus. Paul doesn't introduce himself as an apostle. He introduces himself as a servant. It's not about a title. It's about who we serve. So all of us this year, in our minds, we are servants of Christ Jesus. It doesn't matter who we are. All we are are servants. We are bond servants. We are servants of the king. All we do is get our orders and go and do whatever the king tells us he wants to do. In these first two verses, you see Jesus or Christ Jesus mentioned three times in two verses. You're going to see it 51 times in 104 verses. The emphasis and focus of Philippians is Jesus. The emphasis and focus of our lives, especially this year, must be Jesus. So what's going to be your focus this year? We're outside. We can yell. What's going to be your focus this year? We're going to make much of Jesus. And so as Paul does in Philippians, it's all about Jesus. Servants of Jesus Christ. And in verse 2, he says, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace comes before peace. We have to have grace in our life before we can have peace with God and that vertical reconciliation. And even on our horizontal relationships, we're going to have to have grace with one another before we can have peace with one another. This is great for us because the grace of the gospel and the grace of the cross has been given to us so that now we have peace with God and we can have peace with one another. We're going to dig deeper into this. And to help us remember what it's all about, we're going to have t-shirts that we're going to give away. You'll be hearing more about that. And stickers that we're going to give away just to remind us, no Jesus, no joy. Oh, but if you know Jesus, you can know joy. Now that joy is not some flippant, fuzzy feeling. That joy is a joy that says, this earth is not my home. I am a pilgrim passing through. I await because my citizenship is in heaven from which we await the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will one day change this lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that is able to subdue all things to himself. I got to quit because here's our commitment to you when we worship outside like this. We'll get started by 1010, gives you 20 minutes. We're going to end around 1040 which gives you another 20 minutes to get back to class. We know it's farther, so we're going to have it a little bit shorter. Bible conference tonight, we won't have to worry about class. We'll go a little bit longer. So I'm going to stop right there. Philippians. Start listening to it. Start reading through it. We're going to dig into it. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. And then when I'm done praying, we're going to all shout Jesus together. And then you can head off to classes or lunch or whatever's next. Dear God, we have tons of uncertainty around, but we know you are the sovereign God in charge of all. Lord, we sometimes feel lonely, but Lord, when we do, would we focus on Jesus? Lord, every morning when we wake up, would we focus on Jesus? Lord, would you help our lives to be lived out as servants of the Most High God? Would you receive praise? And Lord, would we make much on this campus about Jesus and his glorious name? And we ask this not, Lord, so that people will talk about Cedarville, but so that people will talk about Jesus. So, Lord, by the power of your spirit, enrich our lives through your word and help us to glorify Jesus on this campus. It's in his name I pray. And everybody shouted at one time, Jesus. Let's do it again. Ready? Jesus. All right, you're dismissed. Good to see you all.